Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, roadmap review. Urgent talks to decide 80% freedoms for New South Wales. Pfizer clears a major hurdle. Children as young as five a step closer to being able to receive the jab. Mardi Gras moved. Sydney's Oxford Street once again stripped of the parade. And Captain Kirk blasted into space alongside an Aussie civilian. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. High-level talks will take place in New South Wales today about the next phase of the Freedom Roadmap. The state is on track to hit its 80% double-dose target on the weekend, triggering the second stage of eased restrictions. A major focus of today's meeting will be regional travel. But with low vaccination rates in some areas, it leaves the Premier with a big decision to make. We do not expect to be in a position where our double vaccination rate has come forward the way it has. Meanwhile, Dine and Discover vouchers are making a comeback. Every resident will get two more $25 vouchers in time for summer. Victorians will have greater clarity about their lockdown exit strategy by the end of the week as the state charges towards its 70% double-dose goal. Home visits and renovations will potentially resume as early as next Friday when the state is projected to reach the milestone. 13 people lost their lives to the virus yesterday, making it the deadliest day of the current outbreak. Two rogue Melbourne AFL fans who lied to sneak into WA for the grand final will spend Christmas behind bars. Hayden Burbank and Mark Babbage pleaded guilty to breaching COVID laws in court last night. The duo allegedly used fake documents to get a driver's licence for the Northern Territory. From there, they caught a flight to Perth and convinced authorities to let them in. They will serve three months in jail immediately with the remaining seven months to be suspended. A Queensland woman has been charged after she pretended to be a doctor and handed out fake COVID exemptions. Police allege the 45-year-old woman issued more than 600 false certificates, exempting people from testing, vaccinations and mask wearing. She is the first person in Queensland to be charged with the offence and will appear in court today. Pfizer has cleared a major hurdle in getting full approval for its COVID vaccine to be used in children aged 5 to 11. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. This is a huge step forward. What does this mean for the Australian rollout? 
It is, Jody, and it is also good news for parents who are concerned about their children still being unvaccinated. The TGA has granted what's called a provisional determination to Pfizer, allowing them to apply to vary the approval of the vaccine for kids aged 5 to 11. Currently, the Pfizer jab is only available to those aged over 12. The government's saying they have already prepared for younger kids to be vaccinated within Australia's rollout with enough support of the Pfizer vaccine to ensure the younger population is protected. It will now be up to Pfizer to submit clinical data required to be granted approval, but Health Minister Greg Hunt is confident that uh, assessment would be done uh, quickly and even within a matter of weeks. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. Australia is set to become a global green hydrogen superpower, with New South Wales the latest state to announce a massive investment in the clean energy technology. The $3 billion plan is expected to create more than 10,000 jobs in the next decade. It also includes plans for a hydrogen refuelling highway between Melbourne and Brisbane. The announcement was made alongside mining magnate Andrew Forrest, who has also committed to plans for an electrolyzer facility in Queensland. Australian marathon swimmer Chloe McArdle has become the queen of the English Channel, swimming across it for a record-breaking 44th time. It's taken her 12 years and more than 450 hours in the water to break the current record of 43 crossings. Wrapped in an Australian flag after she reached France, McArdle said she had been waiting a long time to celebrate. The 36-year-old had battled a chest infection in the lead-up to her last swim. Sydney's popular Mardi Gras parade has been forced off the streets for a second year. The celebration will once again be a ticketed event at the SCG. Organisers say the decision was based on the unpredictability of COVID restrictions. But they plan to bring the parade back to Oxford Street in 2023, when Sydney will also host World Pride, an international LGBTI festival. Credit, debit and loyalty cards will soon be rolled into a single QR code payment being introduced ahead of the Christmas shopping season. Major banks and supermarkets will start using eQR in the next few weeks, with users encouraged to snap and pay instead of tap and go. Scanning QR codes is now a part of daily life and soon could be even more so with FPOS set to launch its QR payment system before Christmas. From a consumer's perspective, it's going to be as simply as be able to quickly scan a QR code and be able to pay and be recognised for your loyalty in a single scan. Instantly adding points to loyalty accounts like flybys and everyday rewards. Users will also be alerted to offers at the checkout and get information like travel timetables when buying tickets. Woolworths, Coles, National Australia Bank and the Commonwealth have signed up. Commonwealth Bank data shows that customers made nearly twice as many monthly payments using their digital wallet last March compared to a year earlier. The average spend also rose from around $26 to $29. Adoption will be really quick because it actually solves some real problems. This will become the preferred way to pay in Australia. Not everyone is convinced. This is just another payment method for Australians, so initially not a huge change. Retailers will be able to extract more data from customers with the new system and create even more targeted marketing. This as consumer concerns around our privacy and how our data is being used continue to escalate. Retailers are, are trying uh, to increase the number of channels as uh, wide as possible to gather data on their customers. Gemma Acton, 7 News.
A large and potentially dangerous weather system is threatening Victoria, New South Wales and the ACT. Heavy rain is impacting central and northeast Victoria and will move northeast into southern New South Wales, bringing hail and even snow to some parts. Sydney will also see showers. It's expected to clear on Saturday, becoming windy. A New South Wales country town is now praying for a visit from the god of thunder. Cowra in the state's central west wants the man who plays Thor, Chris Hemsworth, to give their tourism industry a real jolt. They've started a campaign to get the movie star's attention, but lightning is yet to strike. It reads like a movie script. A town hit by drought, disease and plague turns to one man to save it. Yeah, it's Chris. It's Chris bloody Hemsworth from the Spider-Man movie. The Central West Town launching a cheeky bid to get Chris to Cowra. Why would Chris Hemsworth want to come to Cowra? Who wouldn't want to come to Cowra? It's a perfect Aussie getaway. Showcasing all the area has to offer ahead of regional travel returning. We've been doing it tough for a while, like, like most regional towns. One of the cafes is actually uh, is now doing the big Chris hamburger and special Thorth on it. The screen star is already a Tourism Australia ambassador. He's even spruiked competitors overseas. So this town of just 12,000 needed to go big. This big, the big Chris, four storeys tall and a beard like spun canola. A Chris Colossus, a colossal bit of guerrilla marketing. The hope is, he'll say. To be a part of it um, is a huge honour. But Hemsworth is yet to pick up the phone. For now, imposters are doing the rounds. Whether or not Hemsworth ever actually hammers out a deal with Cowra doesn't really matter. They're already reaping the rewards of a bit of free publicity simply by stealing some of his thunder. The end game, hopefully bringing the tourist dollar back to a region in desperate need. If you come down here, I'll make him proper famous. Andrew Denny, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq is up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is steady. The All Lords finished slightly lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,795 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 80 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.81 US cents, 83.5 Japanese yen, and $1.05 New Zealand. Older adults at risk of cardiovascular disease or stroke are now being advised against taking a daily dose of aspirin. Updated recommendations from an American panel of experts suggest the risks associated with the low-dose treatment outweigh the benefits. For over 60s, there's a bigger risk of major bleeding, which can be fatal. Parts of America's Midwest have been rocked by severe storms, which sparked several tornadoes. A twister touched down in Kansas, damaging several buildings and bringing down power lines. In Oklahoma, strong winds caused havoc at an airport, destroying a hangar and badly damaging a light aircraft. Wild weather also hit Arkansas, Missouri and Texas. More stormy weather is forecast in the coming days. Hollywood actor William Shatner has voyaged to the final frontier, fulfilling a lifelong dream and becoming the oldest person to go to space. Two, one.
The 90-year-olds who played Captain Kirk in Star Trek blasted off aboard the Blue Origin space capsule with three other crew members. Let's go straight to US correspondent David Woywood, who's in Van Horn, Texas now. Good morning, David. What a day. Morning, Jody. Yes, uh, really another roaring success here for the Blue Origin team, both operationally but also from a public relations perspective. Everything has pretty much gone to plan here. There was a slight delay on the launch pad, but nothing to worry about. And then it was blast-off time. For William Shatner, as you say, it really was a case of life. Now imitating art, the 90-year-old back on Earth, officially an astronaut. William Shatner's no stranger to the wonders of the universe. He spent decades in fictional space playing the commander of Star Trek's USS Enterprise. Now he's been given the chance to see it for real. It wasn't the Starship Enterprise, but Blue Origin's new Shepard capsule was the next best thing. Billionaire owner Jeff Bezos accompanying the four-person crew to the launch pad. And after a final briefing, it was go time. Among those on board, Australian physicist Dr Chris Boschhausen. Textbook takeoff sent the capsule soaring into the blue, a glimpse of the Earth below as the rocket powered towards space. The trip of a lifetime lasted just 10 minutes and 17 seconds. And capsule touchdown. Welcome back, the newest astronauts. When the capsule touched down in the Texan desert, Jeff Bezos himself opened the hatch to check all was well. The elated crew given a hero's welcome by family and friends before receiving their Blue Origin astronaut pin. An emotional William Shatner almost lost for words. Everybody needs to see it. It was so moving to me. This experience has been something unbelievable. You can hear it in his voice there, an incredibly emotional William Shatner back on Earth. But uh, also, what an achievement for Aussie Chris Boschhausen there as well, fulfilling that childhood dream. He actually uh, bought a ticket on board that capsule but still couldn't be happier today. Jody, Fantastic. Thanks, David. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To sport now, and Wayne Bennett is on the verge of becoming the inaugural coach of the NRL's new expansion club, the Dolphins. The former Rabbitohs boss is expected to ink a multi-year deal worth around a million dollars per season. The Redcliffe-based club will become the second team based in Brisbane from 2023, but they won't be using Redcliffe in their name. For now, they're known just as the Dolphins. 
The AFL trade period has closed, with a number of players changing clubs in a late flurry of swaps. Jordan Clark finally got his wish to move to Fremantle from Geelong after 10 days of negotiations. The rookie merry-go-round saw Sydney pick up Peter Laddams from Port Adelaide, Hawthorne's Jonathan Segler join Geelong, Collingwood's Max, Max Lynch go to the Hawks and Geelong's Darcy Fort moving north to Brisbane. But it wasn't good news for Bobby Hill, who didn't get his wish to move to Victoria from the Giants. A record-breaking double century from Travis Head has led South Australia to their first win since before the pandemic. The former Test vice-captain sent a message to selectors, blasting 230 from 127 balls in the Redbacks' one-day cup clash with Queensland. Up. Is it far enough? This one. He's middled just about everything today, hasn't it? What? Chasing a rain reduced 380. The Bulls regularly lost wickets in their innings. Test batsman Marnus Labuschagne only managing six. Queensland fell 67 runs short. The two sides play again in the Sheffield Shield starting tomorrow. David Warner says he still doesn't know why he was dropped as captain of Hyderabad in the IPL and from the team altogether. It's very difficult. It's a tough pill to swallow. There's still unanswered questions. I don't think I'll ever get those answers. You know, if, if people are honest, um, we wouldn't have those hard conversations. They would have been had. Warner will join up with Australia's T20 World Cup squad in Dubai. Marcus Stoinis is in doubt for the Aussies opener. He failed to bowl on his return from a hamstring injury for Delhi. Kolkata beat the Capitals by three wickets to reach the final against Chennai. With a brand new sponsor and a huge boost in funding, our female cricketers are well and truly cooking with gas as they head into the seventh edition of the Big Bash. Such a, a wonderful tournament and um, every edition seems to just get a little bit big, bigger and more exciting. Elise Perry's Sydney Sixers open the season against the Melbourne Stars in Hobart tonight, live on Seven Mate. For someone who was around when the mighty Farlap raced in the 1930s, Saturday's $15 million Everest at Randwick could well be the pinnacle of a life spent in and around horse racing. 93-year-old Valerie Gordon is a part owner of Geetra, the Adelaide sprinter who ran third in the race last year. Valerie will be on track for the big race. It's exciting. It's not going to be easy, but if he runs a good race, I'll be happy. You'll see the Everest here on 7 on Saturday. If you've watched Squid Game, you've helped to land it into the record books. The Korean thriller has recorded the biggest ever series launch in Netflix's history. More than 111 million viewers have seen the show since its release last month. It beats previous record holder Bridgerton. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low will bring gusty winds, showers, storms and some alpine snow to southeast South Australia, Tasmania, Victoria and southern New South Wales, some intense. An associated trough will trigger severe storms in eastern New South Wales and southeast Queensland and storms in the tropics. A high will clear much of the interior and western Australia. Around the capitals today, showers with a possible storm in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. A shower or two, a possible storm in Sydney as well, 24. Showers and a possible storm in Canberra, heading for 18. Showers developing in Melbourne, 19 degrees the top. Rain increasing in Hobart, 17. Showers easing in Adelaide, heading for 16. Mostly sunny, 25 the top in Perth. And a shower or two with a possible storm, 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 14th of October.